You're too hot. Oh, baby. I've heard that before. <laughs> So, short episode this week. Short episode, for reasons. I won't have much time to edit the show, so I need to... Get it out quickly. Quick in, in and out, like a dormouse. My reason is that this week has been totally booked up by me doing, or me co-facilitating, a full-on Google Venture-style design sprint. Ah, which harkens back to a book club we've done before. Yes, which I gave it a 5 out of 5, and that you gave it a 4 out of 5 strictly because of its smell. And I have to agree, the book does smell very nice. Do you have any uh, further insights now that you've kind of actioned some of the items in there? Oh, I use actioned as a verb. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's very corporate speak. So have you got any uh, any further insights after having done a design sprint? It's actually very, very well structured. So there's really good fluidity from like one step to the other for with really good reasoning. And the thing that it captures really well are um, the concerns that people have Uh, throughout the process Um, and one of the little points that I really appreciate is uh, the book is very anal about what type of post-it notes you use and what type of markers you use which all turn out to be very super helpful small post-its big markers no Um, the kind of medium-sized index card post-its oh yeah yeah Uh, all yellow no different colors okay um and sharpies was it no no oh. no sharpies oh okay because you can erase whiteboard markers and they work just as well on paper oh and there's no oh shit i've just yeah. written on a wall with and a permanent gonna, marker exactly and if you're right. going to take notes it's like these felt tip markers um that write very well and also the idea is that the lines are thick so you can't write too much right that's on a true. note yep uh, that's smart yeah, these guys are it's, onto something. Yeah, it's like they've done this once or twice. <laughs> so you're on day four of the five-day sprint? This is day four. So today is... Uh, building and prototyping? Building and prototyping. Very good. Thank you very much. I'm known for my memory skills. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. I've just been offered Sweet Green pickup. So um, one second. Sweet Green is a chain of restaurants that's in and around New York City and outside that have good salads it's like crazy good i'm trying to work out what makes a sweet green salad so good i guess it must just come down to the quality of the ingredients because i compare mm. one of their salads yep to a just salad salad well just another. salad is pretty shitty <sighs> but i still go there like once yeah. or twice a week <laughs> um well you prefer chopped i actually hate chopped because it's kind of gross so what is your salad venue of choice salad purveyor if you will um either the juice shop Uh, it's not quite a salad but yeah i see what you're saying it's more kale bowl yeah but still yeah or i actually like the deli down the street that has like choose your own salad salads it's the choosing that you don't like i hate the choosing yeah yeah if they had presets it would have made it a lot better i think that's the other good thing about that's what else i like about sweet green Mm -hmm. is like they are you can choose yeah but if you want just boom this and this they just do it for you. And they also mm. pre-choose the dressing for you. Oh. Whereas a just salad, they don't pre-choose the dressing. I see. So that's still just like an extra step. But so, I feel like we're going way down the rabbit hole of salad. <laughs> salad, <laughs> salad talk. <choices>. Yeah. <laughs> Considering how long we've been on sandwiches, we could probably do the same thing again on salads. <laughs> uh, would you like me to tell you my funny story of salads? <laughs> I would love that. So apparently in America, um, tossing your salad is... Uh, very bad term if you if someone told you Mm -hmm. hello i'm tossing my salad what would you think that that meant 
Uh, I am mixing the dressing evenly and consistently throughout my salad. Let's say that this is a double entendre, like you mentioned before. Oh, then I'm jerking off my salad. Or... Into the salad? No. I guess it, it simply <laughs> means you're just jerking off. Oh, nothing to do with the salad at all. Nothing to do with the salad. If someone were to say, I'm tossing my cookies, what would you think that is? Um, playing flip cup with cookies, maybe? <laughs> it means to vomit. Oh, I can kind of see that. So you can see how... I can get those two confused. And so I, I might have used tossing my salad in a meeting environment in the workplace, <laughs> which happens a lot, apparently. <laughs> Another term that I've misused. <laughs> I was just thinking of this, yeah. <laughs> is balls deep. <laughs> I just thought it was, you know, when you say you're knee deep in mud, mm -hmm. it's higher than your knee. It's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. You're just like, really, I really want to know the context you use it, where you're like, we're in the middle of these tasks, we're yeah. like balls deep in these we tasks. We are growing deep in mud. <laughs> That's not what it means. Maybe just not talk in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'll just use sign language, but then I'll probably like sign um, balls deep in <laughs> ALS. Tossing your salad, really? Is that a thing? I would like to get some confirmation on it that. It is. Uh, you can do a Google search. Say, hey, Siri, what is tossing my salad? Hey, Siri. What does tossing my salad mean? Checking. Okay, I found this on the web for what does tossing my salad mean. <laughs> oh, Urban Dictionary is the first answer. Okay. I like how your Siri is a British male. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I just don't like the subservient female thing that happens with mm. like all these voice assistants. Like, I'm the man. Here's so, the woman giving me the answer. Like uh, That just felt wrong. I see. So, so you like a subservient British man. That's better, yes. <laughs> She tossed my salad, then I packed her fudge. That's the first. Wow. <laughs> the first example. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, according to Urban Dictionary, it is to rim with deep tongue penetration. Okay. That's even worse. That's even off. worse. Probably shouldn't have said that in the meeting. Uh, but I think if you are in a salad preparation environment, what are you going to say instead? That's why, that's why people chuckle whenever there's, especially in like New York delis, mm. it says, we'll toss your salad. Isn't there a restaurant chain called Tost? Yes, exactly. Like, oh, there it is, okay. <laughs> Very tongue-in-cheek. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's ended that segment. <laughs> I'm a bad co-host this week because I'm, um, I've put nothing in the topics. Okay. But I will also be a bad co-host next week and the week after because I'm not here. That's right. I'm on the other side of the world in I'm, the Philippines. Mm, you should be careful. I'm always careful. Philippines is kind of crazy right now. What does that mean? Like, I'm not going to go to some anti-government rallies and take crystal meth? Don't. Which is what I normally do, obviously. Carry weed with you? Also, <laughs> yes. I'm like the most straight up person in the world. Like, I think, yeah. Like, mm, there's a pun there. <laughs> <laughs> I am struggling for, like, practical advice. Right. You know, you're like, well, yeah, don't. I guess if you see some shit going down, just walk away. Yeah. Right. Pretty much the same New York street rules. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're not going anywhere to, we're not going anywhere south. We're yep. not going anywhere off the beaten track. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to be in, you know, central Manila for a week and then uh, Palawan, which is kind of like the resorty okay. place. So I can, again, I can give you a list of restaurants that you should check out. Yes, please. And I can introduce you to a friend of mine that runs like a couple of really nice restaurants there as well. Ah, or maybe beer it? places that... Um, I like beer they'll treat you like VIP uh, when you get there. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm also nervous because, you know, this is the, A, the longest I will have ever been in a plane. Mm -hmm. It's like... 16 hours. 
Yeah, it's four, uh, 14 or 15 hours to South Korea, and then from there is another mm-hmm. two or three hours in the plane. So things like 22 hours end to end. So it's a long flight. It is quite a long. That's flight. a lot of knitting. You should bring your. Oh, God, I should. I think I'll have to take up all of my hand luggage. It's the size of this fucking blanket right now. Right. <laughs> Enjoy the Korean airport. It's very nice. They have Korean Taco Bell. I'm quite excited for this. Mm. The bulgogi burrito. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. They also have Korean Subway with the bulgogi sandwich. Oh, oh man. If I could even bring that back for a taste <laughs> test, that would be so good. The other thing that I am curious about is what it's like to be a minority in a country for mm. the first time. I've never had that experience being a boring white person. You get pretty close to it in New York. Right? True true but it still feels like yep i yeah i could be a local whereas i am definitely not yep so i'm looking forward to experiencing that and figuring out you might get a lot of stairs well have you seen me sam i'm used to it (laughs) people might actually ask for your signature (laughs) which i've had uh not to me personally but like right my it happens to white friends that go to the philippines yeah i did have a brief video hangout with some of my boyfriend's family because he's out there right now yep and uh i think they now think i'm david beckham right so they're just gonna call you <laughs> with whichever closest white celebrity they think name like. they know <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> could be anywhere from neil patrick harris <laughs> to mm. david beckham i'll take that to benedict cumberbatch <laughs> Is he big in the Philippines? That's impressive. I don't know. It's a very difficult name to shout out. But yeah, I'd love to hear what are your thoughts. And, um, you know, like I feel generally maybe you might have stayed in first world countries. Oh, entirely. So this will be a proper third world country experience where you get a lot of poverty around you. But at the same time, there's like a really vast class uh, difference. So yeah, it'd be interesting to get your feedback afterwards on or just your observations. I might even grow as a person. Hmm. Is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> really brief book club. I read this book by Nick Frost called Truths, Half-Truths, and Little White Lies. Um, good points. You get to know a little bit more about Nick Frost, who I think is a very entertaining person in general. Mm. Um, uh, that's about it. Like You get to know about his life and like how he met Simon Pegg, which... I think were the more interesting bits of the book. Was it humorous at all? Uh, not really. Oh there were really like no chuckles from me. Oh dear. It was just kind of sensible little, huh. <laughs> but nothing major. I mean, it was really like when he did, because he actually read the book, which was another good part. Um, he did some impersonations of either like his dumb friends or Simon Pegg or... Edgar Wright, who is also like one of his good friends. Those are funny, but overall, like it wasn't too humorous. It was actually quite realistic and like quite real. He talks about his alcohol problem with his family. Um, But this whole huge section was about how he spent time in the kibbutz. I don't know if you know what the kibbutz is. Uh, No, I don't. It's sort of like a... um, Think of it as like Peace Corps in Israel, I think. So oh, okay. they grow their own crops. They It's like this lifestyle um, or this little section of people that right. do certain things yeah. to, to be self-sustaining. Mm, gotcha. Um, Interesting. So he, he spent, but he's not Jewish, which is, okay. I don't That's understand. Weird. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, apparently that was a big chunk of his youth. And so like a third of the book was just about the kibbutz, which I, I thought it was eh, but because it's a big part of his life, I, I felt maybe I should just listen to it. Um, but other than that, it wasn't like that, that really mind altering or inspiring, or it was just sort of peek into someone else's life. Which is mildly interesting, I guess. Yeah. So final ratings. Three. Three. Oh. Low three. You can't have half ratings. Yeah, I know. Give it a two. Um. What's that? Okay. <laughs> Two. At the end of last show, we did a little quiz on some of the British slang. Mm-hmm. There was something about Ray Lodge. Going back to Ray Lodge, I did a Google. There is a primary school called Ray Lodge, mm-hmm. which was like the only clue I could get. Which that as might to what be what the hell that was it, but yeah, I feel like you would have known. You would have been like, right. I went to this school, yeah, and so you'd be like, oh, okay. So I guess that is a mystery that will remain. Maybe I shall start my own episode of Mystery Show. Go find out. Find out what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not that exciting. Sorry, not not in terms of the way you'd produce it, but just like that <laughs> yeah, particular piece there. of content. Yeah. Uh, Sam misheard a word. That's it. <laughs> uh, I have 14 hours on a plane. What games should I play on my phone? Because I am going without a laptop. Oh. I am traveling in the dark. I just got a new one. It's called Mini Metro. Is it long and boring and takes a lot of time? It's think of it as like a cross between a puzzle game and a a Sim City type of game, but with railroad tracks. Like Transport Tycoon from the nineties? Kind of, but without the, Great music. the details of being of tracking everything. It's a little bit expensive, but I think it's worth it. The game is four ninety nine. Um it used to be a PC game, um, but they've reported it for the iOS and it's I think it's a gorgeous game. I'm going, to, I'm going to install it right now, live on air. I So I also got Deus Ex Go from the same folks that did the Tomb Raider Go. No, Lara Croft Go. Oh, beg your pardon. Yes. Mm, that hasn't stuck for, same, for some reason. It's very similar game mechanic. Yep. It's really interesting how the theme of the game can either add or detract. Yeah, to this is more like sneaking into mansions and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's somehow just isn't quite as satisfying so the go series actually started with hitman go which i thought worked pretty well but for some reason lara croft go just worked very well with me um i haven't checked out this x go but i heard it was just okay uh i've got the tv show the night manager mm. queued up for the flight which is six hours so they'll give me something to do for six hours how about listening to an audio experience that monster audiobook from audible um, I don't have my Audible subscription anymore. Oh, shit. Definitely looking for more podcasts as well. Mm. Like, uh, I haven't really been listening to any podcasts except for my dad wrote a porno. Yeah, yeah I wish I could erase my memory and start all over again. <laughs> do you, though? I'm so jealous of these people who get to listen to it fresh. <laughs> so what do you usually do with your hands when you're listening to a podcast on the plane? Uh, honestly, I've never thought about it. I guess in my pocket, maybe. <laughs> Do you put your hands in your pocket when you're on a plane, normally? Sometimes. I've got a hoodie on. Oh, okay. Snuggle in a little bit. Mm. Well, do you have... I usually play a game or something when I'm listening to podcasts. Oh, I see. Well, I I like to close my eyes and then just fall asleep. Just let the sounds (laughs) overtake. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of games, they just recently launched or they announced the new Nintendo today. I did. I saw you tweeting about this. Called the Nintendo Switch. I would say if there's a console that might appeal to you, this this might be it. Usually Nintendo has a pretty good track record of attracting commoners like you. <laughs> or the casual gamer, shall we casual say. Casual gamer, yep. 
but has just the right amount of being able to get into the good stuff of gaming. So it looks a little bit just like an iPhone, but with some buttons on the top and bottom. On the it, sides. Or if you're holding yes. it landscape, yep. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Has pricing been announced? Yes. Hit me. Sub 300. Yeah, I suppose that's, yeah, that's actually pretty good, isn't it? You can take it on the go with you, so you can have it. It doesn't need to take up a screen. You might want to switch your mind about <laughs> console gaming. <laughs> that was so bad. And I'll start, hey guys, this is Sam. <laughs> <laughs>